Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John, back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm so good. I'm lo- stressed. Oh, on location <laughs> in your car. I like it. <laughs> well, I'm not driving, so that makes it super safe. No, it's okay. Timing got a little bit messed up tonight, but it's no big deal. Then I'm on my way home and soon to switch over to the podcast studio. So no big deal. Uh, well, uh, I, need, I wanted to remind you before we jumped into this, our, our guests tonight uh, are old friends of the show, but they both love the Lord. So watch your language tonight. Would you just be, be careful right, for right. the young men? First. Actually, really glad you said that. Right. Uh, James Sprague and uh, Darrell and Pepper, how are you guys doing? Oh, man, I'm good. I have been uh, just steady in the grind over here since Wadapalooza. And, you know, heart's happy, body's, body's healthy. Um, you know, training's been super good. Uh, no complaints over here. How about you, Dallin? How you doing, man? Same here. Just training hard, staying focused, and living it up, enjoying each day. How long you been working on that beard? It's epic, bro. It's beers. Uh, I don't I think I've shaved since before Wadapalooza. I love it, dude. I, I trim I, it up. So I, I love when people can grow real beards because I can't do it. Like mine's all patchy and gross, and yours is like manlike, and I'm like still really got, jealous. I still got patches, and there's a spot under my chin that doesn't grow hair from vested handstand push-ups. So no, <laughs> like spot. it's like a yeah. scar. Get out. It's like just a, you can't really see it, but when it's shorter, there's like a circle right here. Huh. It's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. The important question is, how does the wife feel about the beard? True. Uh, that's why I have it. <gasps> Honestly. Really? Wants a man. Yeah. I got past okay. the itchy phase and she won't let it go away. Wow. Dang. Look at that. It's yeah. usually the other way around. True. I know. So she gets mad like whenever I like shave clean. She's like... She won't even look at me. So Whoa. You gotta, Rude. Got to keep the facial if hair, you, I guess. You got to be like, if you don't like me at my hairless, <laughs> exactly. you don't get Preach. me at my beardless. Just saying. Exactly. <laughs> that is funny. It's a funny conversation, honestly, for me to have with you at all. Because I still I see like 15 year old you 16 year old you whenever we talk and i'm like oh oh he's doing so good look oh yeah back when i couldn't oh, yeah even i'm just really really old now true true and it just reminds me how old we are john i i gotta tell you i uh i always like having people that are significantly younger than me on the show because i'm like all right they'll you know they'll get this they'll be able to log in we'll be off to the races and both of these guys like we can't find the link and james is like i don't have a computer can i use my phone i'm like you guys are way too like tech savvy to be having these problems (laughs) it's a problem it's a problem it's because uh my email it builds up very quickly and i just ignore it and so that number likes to get really big (laughs) Well, I'm, I, I'm glad you guys are really good at fitness because you have no future in the tech field. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, dude. So, uh, James, you were mentioning uh, off the air, you have a podcast now. When did this start? Oh, man, it's so low-key. It's it's pretty much just a little uh, conversation fest I have with a couple buddies. Uh, so we started a couple weeks ago, and we're just, we're just kind of shooting the shit, talking about random stuff all day long. Uh, that happens just in stuff outside of the gym, inside of the gym, whatever you want to fit in there. But it's uh, me and Tudor, uh, Tudor Magda from the games, and then Tudor's coach named Ed. And Ed, Ed Mao. He's, he's a good dude. So we just kind of have some fun and, and screw around and 
talk about whatever. We don't come in with any agenda. So that's kind of our rule. It's like, there's no agenda. We just start talking and see what happens. Is Tudor part of the camp with you guys? No. no. Yeah, no, he's not part of the camp. He lives back uh, in the Pacific Northwest where I, came, where I was birthed. Um, okay. he, he still lives over in the Seattle area. How's that uh, drive the competitive fire? Having someone, you know, doing a podcast, you you're like smack talking each other or is there, do you guys even get into it at all? Dude, I, I find it really hard to like envy, envy Dallin or Tudor because I just, I want, I want them to do well too. Like I want to beat them, but I want them to do well. Uh, like people that I'm really close with and I started this sport with, it's like, yeah, I want to, I want to go far with them. I don't want to go far alone. So um, anything I can do like this with, with Dow or things with Tudor, it's, it's like really fun. Man, you guys are so nice. Like every time I do a workout with my buddies, if they'd like smash their knee on a box jump and I could get ahead of them in the workout, I'd be like, sorry about your luck and just keep going. You know, <laughs> you you know I, just... want, I want that in a workout. Heck yeah. Like it's all blood <laughs> outside of it. It's like, yo, friendship, friendship's just as important to me. What about you, Dallin? You, are you uh, as competitive or you just want everyone to do well? Uh, I think I'm definitely very competitive. Um, I definitely want like the people I care about, my friends to succeed. Um, I've had this conversation. It's like, uh, James and I had this conversation this morning and some of my other buddies, like as long as uh, I beat you, I want success for you. (laughs) That makes sense. That's, uh, I I've heard that for quite a while between the Pancheck brothers are always that way. Like they're always rooting for each other, but they also want to beat each other. You know, it's a, it's a very odd dynamic. How are you guys managing that during the open? Like this is probably the, you know, one of the most competitive times of the year and you guys are camping are all part of the same camp you how are you managing that um i guess i would say for us it's like almost the least competitive time of the year for us like we're trying to we're trying to take it chill so we can be competitive later um although we want to do well and take it really seriously it's like like yeah i'm not gonna be super butt hurt right now if Dallin kicks my butt in aerobic workout because i'm working on my strength and then Dallin's not going to be super butt hurt if his thruster isn't as high as he wants because he hasn't been peaking for strength right now so it's like you know you can't look at it as like in my opinion, you can't look at it as the end all be all. And I've had this conversation with like my roommate, Nate, a lot. It's just like, you can't, you can't look at the open as like what kind of athlete you are. It's more like, Hey, the good things are developing where I want. And, um, here's what I need to keep doing. So, um, we've been all having fun with it. Yeah. I think, uh, like, like Jim said, the open for us right now with how the season is laid out, it is very chill. We get to come in do the workouts uh, depending on the workout, we'll partner up, usually male, female, um, it's way less stress, way more fun to do it that way. And we aren't usually doing the same workouts as anyone else in the gym. I'd say maybe once a week we get to do that. Um, so that part of, I mean, me and James aren't working on the same thing, so there's no need for us to do the same workouts and training. And that kind of helps level it out. So that we're not competing too much or getting in each other's heads and it's not wearing us down. So, right. I think Nikki made it back. You back, Nikki? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I can hear you guys. That's a nice balance. I like that for you guys because it's like, it's supportive, but competitive, but not like, I don't know. Nothing makes it, nothing's weird though. It's very separated or more separated than I expected it to be because I truly thought that this entire training camp was just living in one giant house, like the real world. Like that's what I envision when I think of all you guys down there together. Or originally we like considered that for a little bit, but then it was like, 
I think everyone needs to have their space. We spend eight hours at the gym together every day. Yeah. Uh, it definitely true, helps. I know we can, true. we still hang out a lot and we're always doing stuff. And this is the, that's the group we hang out with. And those are our friends. So, well, I was just going to ask is it, you know, last time we had you on uh, or both of you guys on, you guys were just kind of kicking off this camp. Is it everything you thought it would be? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's been more, I, I have not just like grown as a CrossFit athlete, but like, my faith has gotten stronger. Um, I feel like I've made so many more friends here than I could have ever imagined. I feel like I've grown in my manhood a lot and just realized like who I want to become. Um, I feel like Naples for me has been so much more than just getting better at CrossFit, um, which has been honestly such a blessing. So I, I just love this place with my whole heart for everything that's done in my life. Yeah. I'd have to second that with when it comes to training everything's so intentional and we're always so focused and to have all of your best friends in the gym with you, uh, just adds the excitement to the day. If you got to go in and do like echo bike intervals like today, but at least your friends are there. So that helps a little bit. Um, and then, I mean, same with Jim, I think, or same with James. I'll never be uh, a gym. Yeah. I think, uh, Outside of the gym is honestly where I've seen even more growth uh, for both Corinne and I. We've grown together as people or together as like a couple, but also individually um, and just really figuring out who we are. And you guys have been traveling a lot lately together, too, right? Uh, there's been a bunch of different trips that we've all been on, some some together, some separate, but it's been fun. Didn't you just go to Europe or somewhere? I'm trying to remember when we were. Yeah, we were, in, we were in Switzerland. It was me and Corinne, Dom and Olivia, Danielle, Matt, and Micah. Um, we went out, and one of the other brute coaches lives out there, Coach DC, and we ran a camp and hung out for a week, trained at CrossFit Zug a little bit. I hope I said that right. Probably not. Um, <laughs> went and just uh, explored Switzerland for a few days. So that was wow. a lot of fun. It was my first time in Europe, and there's the city of oh. Lucerne in Switzerland is the coolest place I've ever been. It's just cobblestone streets, old buildings, uh, castle walls. Like It's crazy. I think it's so cool. I, I was wondering if that was your first trip to Europe. I thought you were just screwed with us when we were setting this up. You're like, oh, I'm in Europe for the week. And I responded, I'm like, oh, well, Nikki and I are in Paris. <laughs> and we'll catch up. <laughs> well, the, the best part about that was James thought you were serious by his response. Yeah, I didn't I know. remember what you even said. <laughs> he goes, oh, that's so James cool. James was like, I hope you guys have fun. fun on your trip. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always encourage you. Even if you lie to me, I'll encourage you. Uh, but once I figure out your line, you'll get no more smiles from me. Uh, James, you got to realize, bro, uh, like if I'm out of Ohio, it's probably because I'm in Madison for the games or in Orlando for semis, but otherwise, or Mississippi to visit my parents. Otherwise, the trips aren't that much. Respect. Yeah. Respect. Well, that's exciting. Finally get over to Europe and uh, get, what was the camp? Who was the camp for? Uh, it's a brute strength camp. So we've been running those a little bit more. Um, We've held we held one in Naples in like September, I think, and then one right after Wadapalooza, and then the one in Switzerland. And I believe there will be more coming in Naples for like quarterfinals and then a semifinal camp. And then, I mean, we'll have the every day's camp here, but we'll invite other athletes from Brew, and everyone can come down and we'll all do similar workouts to like a mock quarterfinals, mock semifinals weekend. So. It'll be fun. Yeah, I was going to ask, what are the next steps looking like 
Next steps for uh, for like when it comes down to the open winding down and you guys getting ready for like more online competitions. Like, what does that look like for you guys in the camp? Do you set up in the gym and all do everything together? Or is it a little bit more individual? Totally, yeah. So, um, we, I mean, we all have our like personalized things we're working at. Like, I would say me and T have a very similar track. We're both trying to get strong and get better at shorter workouts, and then like. Um, and, and then vice versa, like we have some people in the gym that are only doing aerobic stuff and never weightlifting. So it kind of just depends on what you're relatively weak at. And we continue to just grind that and grind that out all, all season long. doesn't matter kind of what's, what's next. It's continue to work at what you suck at. Um, volume will probably go up going into semis and intensity will be really high. Um, but, but that's kind of the only thing that'll change. Um, and, and quarters will, will be locked in and focused and treat it like life or death too, just because you can't really have any slip ups there. Uh, can't get any penalties. You have to make sure you just hold your own and then, uh, and then move on and handle business at the next one. Yeah. yeah I guess when it comes to like how we'll do quarterfinals and that type of thing and how we're doing the open, we're not in what I would call a big space, the brew gym. We're right next to across the Naples, which is an affiliate. And that's if we need like a lot of space, we can always go over there. Um, but we're in a pretty tight space. So we usually run heats of one or two when we're doing online stuff. And it comes down to like judges and that type of thing. Um, we all just communicate when our heat time is and try and stick to it as best possible, which usually is about an hour behind schedule. But if we can get under that, it's, it's a win. <laughs> However, um, you've had really good open so far both of you guys actually how have you guys felt about this one i felt like this has been a really unique year for us as crossfitters like really kind of challenging first week get a new movement in week two get a heavy lift in week two like what's what's been your opinion of this one yeah so far it's been uh long workouts like i, I was surprised to see another like anything of, above like 12 minutes i was surprised to see something like that come up again um but honestly I think it's been I think it's been hard for like affiliates to kind of manage like the space for these two, but um, we've had fun with it. I mean, I mean, we've all just like gone out and done our best and like tried to try to just ball up in our in own individual ways. Um, but I, I think the open it, it's looked a little different. I think Boz thinks weightlifting, gymnastics are uh, monostructural, all in one workout. Like you can see, both both tests, both weeks have all three of those things. Um, so it's been kind of cool to see him do that. I don't really know, to be 100% honest. I've tried not to overthink it. Right. Just go in and do the workout. Um, I've liked the workouts. Uh, I've got to show off, like, some of my, uh, like, monostructural endurance work and that running piece. I've been working hard at that. Uh, yeah, I think they've been fun tests, a little bit different than what we're used to. Um, but I think, I mean, when you look at the leaderboard, it's – you don't really know who's going hundred percent right now. Who's injured. Who's uh, doing it as their last piece of the day, that type of thing. So you don't really know um, where everyone's at, but it's, I hope like the affiliates are having fun. Well, like I, I think that's a fair assessment. I think a lot of the games athletes aren't, you know, looking at their, it's certainly not peaking. Like who wants to peak during yeah. open, right? You just want to get to quarters and move on to the next one. But I've been really impressed with you down of, you know, you're kind of historically known and in, in your, the time that you've been doing this, you're the big guy, like you're the big, mm -hmm. strong uh, athlete. And, and, and what I think are, you know, to James's point, longer workouts, uh, you know, certainly are calling for, you know, more kind of cardio 
vascular endurance and you're crushing those dude what what have you changed or or what have you addressed kind of in your own game to make that a real strength for you now uh i've definitely leaned out a little bit lost a couple of the lbs yeah um and just continue to build my aerobic base we we were a little late to it last year um due to like injuring my ankle at Wadapalooza and we didn't really get some of the stuff that we've done this off season and we've just really comes down to the focus on lowest hanging fruit weaknesses, all of that stuff. And then it's always been my goal. I know I'm a little bit bigger of an athlete, taller, heavier, whatever you want to say, but the goal is always to move like a small athlete and lift like a big athlete. So, yeah, it's funny. Like I never, um, you know, CrossFit is changing so much. I think I even made fun of you when you were 17 about how tall you were compared to everyone else, you know, Yeah. but uh, you know, these movements when every week to when they come out, I'm like, even this week with the burpee pull-ups, I'm like, man, I wish I were five pounds lighter for these. It'd be easier for me, you know? Yeah. But then I, I look at your score and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> like, you know, I, there are moments I wish I was your size and as strong as you. And then you're just out there, you know, rattling off huge number of reps. It's just really, really impressive. You know, it's a fine line because my thruster was 287 this week when I was 19. It's like two and a half years ago. I hit a 285 thruster for three. So, but I probably only would have been like 155 reps into the workout instead of 182 or whatever it was. Right. Um, so it's like, you got to give or take. And it's something Matt talks to with both of us about all the time is would you, for me, it's like, would you rather give five to 10 pounds on your snatch and bring your mile down 30 seconds and reverse it for James? Um, you have to figure out what you can give to take a little more in some areas. That's going to give you the best possible outcome when you get to a competition. Well, when we were logging into this podcast, James was still looking his lips from some ribeye he had for dinner and bragging about mm-hmm. how much food he had just eaten. So he's clearly trying to put on some pounds. So. <laughs> Dude, I'm yeah, super jealous. Yeah, it's nice. I, I really like not having to like overthink what I eat. Um, I've definitely done phases where I want to be more cut. Like before semis, I'll probably try and actually like take off 10 pounds because I'm sitting like 215, 217 right now. Um, but I think there's definitely a time and place to be heavier, um, like Dallas was saying, to get strong. And then the time and place to like like move like a small guy, it helps to definitely have some, some less pounds. So um, when I have to get there, I'll, I'll be dreading not eating as much meat, but that's okay. The, the time and the place for me to be heavier is when my mom is cooking cakes at Christmas. Yes. Sure. That's and Thanksgiving. Nikki's back. Hey, Nikki. Hey, hey, hey. Don't worry. I've been here. I hear you guys. I'm just like, <laughs> I could tell I was on a delay when I was in the car and I was like, good Lord. Poor John's going to have to edit the crap out of this episode. It's all good. No, <laughs> no we, were, deal. we were just having bro talk, talking about you behind your back. You know, I always. can hear you the whole time. I was actually chiming in at one point and I was like, oh, shit, no one can hear me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, but just kind of to piggyback off that, I think. Part of what I've really enjoyed about you two in, in your athlete journey and watching you guys over the years really grow up in this sport is you've always really embraced just exactly the kind of athlete that you are. Like I know everybody has their druthers, right? Everybody wants to get stronger, work on their weaknesses, get big, get small, get whatever. But I've just always really appreciated the two of you are, are totally authentic and authentic to yourselves mm-hmm. and the type of people you are and the type of athletes you are and I don't know. It's been really cool to watch, especially since you've come up in the sport to be like, yeah, like I'm this kind of, I'm this kind of guy. And this is, this is where I excel. And these are the things that I work on. And it's never been, I don't know. It's never been like a, 
like a shameful thing or like you've gotten down on yourself for maybe what your weaknesses are based off of who you are as people. It's just been really lovely to watch you embrace exactly who you are and allow that to carry you through this journey. Because I think that is the only way to have longevity as an athlete is to be like, Hey, this is, this is me. Right. And here's my path based off of exactly who I am. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And I really appreciate that you said that. And like, one thing I do want to point out to anyone that's listening is it's not uh, butterflies and rainbows when it comes to working on weaknesses and things mm-hmm. that we struggle with. Um, I know I speak for both of us when it's, here we go. Third, third day of the week doing this movement uh, for the last three years. And we just have to keep pounding it day after day after day. And sometimes that's not fun. Sometimes it's really frustrating, but you do have, there's things you can't change. Um, and the things you can't control is how hard you work. You guys, you do want to know why Nikki's the best co-host ever? Because I never would have called you guys lovely, but she just chimed right in and made yeah. it sound all sweet and pretty. And that's what they I They are about. lovely. They are. You're a great co-host. You, you find the beauty in the stuff. And I'm just over here asking dumb questions. I love it. No, <laughs> you ask the questions that matter. Ooh, speaking about things that matter uh, to us and to you guys and to your training, can we take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsor for this episode, Airwave? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Now, you two are both Airwave athletes. Now, we talk a lot about Airwave on the show, and I I really do think I need to um, trademark the, the term shove it in your mouth hole because that's what I've been saying (laughs) since the beginning. Um, But (laughs) I'd love to hear from your perspective because we kind of go on and on about like the benefits and the science and like, you know, you position your jaw in a way that truly gets you more air intake and what that can do for your training or for your recovery. But you guys are in here using this literally every day and out on the competition floor. So I would love to hear from the two of you, like what are the benefits of using Airwave? And I will just preface this by saying, if you're new here, it is a very nicely fitted mouthpiece that sits on your bottom jaw. So you guys, what are the benefits that you find using Airwave in your everyday training? Totally. Um, So my biggest thing is uh, it's just like protection of my jaw because I do a lot of things and I squinch my face and I'm I'm biting down a lot. Um, And I think that for me, like uh, with the amount of strength work I'm doing and the amount of times that I'm, I'm really bracing and getting tight, um, the airway, it definitely just helps me like have something to bite down on and not, not grind my teeth or anything like that too. So that's one benefit people don't talk about a lot is like, yeah, like cardio work and, um, helping increase your aerobic system and opening up your airways. But I really just love it for, um, the amount of strength work I'm doing. It just helps me kind of have something to, um, put my, my face energy into, like I, I, I just put, put all my energy into buying down that thing Helps me brace better. So um, that's one thing that I, I love about it so much. Right. Of course. How could I forget channeling all your face energy? Yes. Because <laughs> everyone has face energy to channel. <laughs> that wow. is like the most James Sprague phrase that has ever happened ever. Because there's no one I know more that has face energy to channel than you, all James. All the face energy. That is very true. <laughs> oh, my God. Dallin, how about you? How do you incorporate it into your training? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, along with James, like anytime lifting, I think it's super important. Just, I mean, protect your teeth, protect your jaw. Um, but also when it comes to Metcons and running all the conditioning, 
we know that it puts your jaw in the position to get more oxygen and all of that, but it also helps me remain conscious of my breathing because there's mm. something in my mouth. So I need to make sure my tongue's in the right spot, make sure I'm breathing appropriately, um, breathing after each rep, depending on what I'm doing. Um, and so that's one of my favorite parts about it. That's awesome. I found that for me, it was like a weird second wind thing where yeah. like I normally get buried in like a long Metcon, probably right around halfway through, like in a 20, 25 minute Metcon, right around minute, like eight, eight to 10 is when I like look at the clock and I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> I've made a mistake. Um, but it's a really interesting way to sort of like keep air flowing in a way that breaks down that that wall that gets built up. So it, it just kind of helps with that second win and be like, oh wait, actually I can like, maybe I, maybe I got five more minutes in me. We'll see. Yes. We'll yes. see. And I know John, you've, you've always liked it for recovery, right? As like more of a recovery tool. It's great for recovery. And now I'm hoping to use it for good face energy as I shove it in my yes, mouth. Sure. <laughs> Keep it coming. I combine those two things. Our next t-shirt right there. It, it absolutely is great for recovery, though. And, like, you know, as, as you get older, you guys don't know this yet, but you will. You'll be there eventually. And uh, at my age, you look for every little, mm. you know, little thing you can get to recover faster. Like, every second matters once you cross 50. And it's a big deal. You know, if you can feel a little bit better the next day or you can get, you know, uh, you know recover for the next part of your workout a little bit quicker, it's uh, it's invaluable. You just can't beat it. Yeah, I love that. My dad's like 58, and uh, he literally, like, his recovery is like go home and drink a chocolate milk. That's all he does. Like, he's so, hey. like, he'll do a raw mod every, every now and then, but he's so, like, in shape and feeling good. I'm jealous. Like, I'm like, Dad, your knees feel good. Your elbows feel good. Yeah, I'm perfect. So, like, what? It's just nuts to me. Like, he's, he's just a testament. Like, keep, keep, keep going, John. No matter, no matter how old you feel, you're not old yet. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Let me break this down for you, James. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, there's, oh, no. How, there, there's how old you are and how old you feel. And sometimes both of those things are a really big number. And I'm, yeah, that's okay. I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm like, I'm sitting here a little jealous of your dad. You're like humble bragging that his knees don't hurt and he's drinking chocolate milk. And I'm like, over, what am I doing wrong with my life? Man. Really? <laughs> are you drinking enough chocolate milk? That's the question. Uh, I'm not drinking enough. It's funny you say that because my coach was just talking to me about this, that she wanted me to start drinking chocolate milk as a recovery drink. So good. Really? Yep. I think you can say no shit. It's okay. Oh, good. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) Apparently, there's real science around this that, you know, after a workout, you know, that uh, it'll help you recover, you know. Mm, You see, my problem is I stock that shit in my house for like, quote unquote, after a workout. And then it's like, (laughs) it's like... (laughs) 1150 at night and Matt's like where's Nikki why is she out of bed and I'm just like randomly in the kitchen like chugging chocolate milk like that's why we can't do that in my house if we have chocolate milk in the fridge I don't think I can walk past the fridge without pulling it out and taking a drink just so in the good. Like, it has to be every time no willpower here none oh my god no what is self-control okay and that's that'll be my excuse it helps (laughs) me get stronger it's delicious (laughs) is really all that it is but you were the airway you fall not maybe we can get uh maybe we can get airwave to sponsor some chocolate milk as well that'd be great airwave and chocolate chocolate milk milk. flavored airwave 
Airwave. Whoa. Um, airwave. Well, I will say, I will say this. If we've convinced you, dear listeners, to give this a shot, uh, you can use our code, which is KC10, to save on your airwave. A-I-R-W-A-A-V. All of the A's. If that one's too confusing, there's also code James10, by the way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Is there also code Dallin10? I believe it's DP10, a little easier. Whoa. Oh, man, you guys. Party. I love it. You, you, I think James should make his face energy 10. I think that'd be even better. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Face energy 100. <laughs> James has got all the energy. He's on his, for people who are not watching this, he's on his phone and he's like cuddled up on a blanket. And I feel like I'm on a bad FaceTime with my girlfriend. And it's going to be like, no, I love you more. No, no you hang I, up. You hang up. <laughs> I know he's, is he cutting in and out for you guys though? I can't hear every bit, word that yeah. he's saying. Okay. Um, well, I have a, I have a question. There's something I wanted to kind of chat with you guys about, and I know we're sort of running up on the end of our time here, but I find it really interesting whenever we have um, athletes with a lot of experience who have come up as younger kids, that to me, something that's really unique about your journeys as athletes is that you're truly setting precedence. Like every single thing you do is basically setting a precedent. And I feel like you're really like becoming figureheads for what's possible for younger kids and teens to come in this sport. And I'm just curious to know like where the mindset shifts, like, do you guys see yourselves now as leaders in this sport for like young boys and girls to look up to? Or do you sometimes still feel like I have like chops to show or I got to prove myself out here or whatever, like because to me, from the outside looking in, it's like you're absolutely the role models now. And I wonder if it's difficult to em- embrace that role. And Dallin, I mean, like for you, you've literally been out here since you were like a teen. Yeah. I so, mean, we were both. Yeah, we're you both have both been. out there when we were 15. Um, mm-hmm. I think for me, I really try to, especially when like I see a teen athlete uh, send me a DM. I always offer like, Hey, we want to get on a quick phone call instead of just a text back and forth. Um, I really try and help those guys out. We were able to go to the pit team throwdown and just talk to the teenagers. Um, I really, I really do enjoy doing that stuff. And one thing I do encourage teenagers, um, there's a weird like thing around balance and I don't know my exact thoughts on it, but everyone has to find it for themselves. And Mm. sometimes it does involve understanding that the hardest decisions make the best athletes and best people. And sometimes that hard decision is not necessarily going to the gym or it's maybe trying another sport or just taking time to slow down and enjoy life for a minute. Um, I'm still working on that myself, finding exactly what my balance is. That's something I would say to teenagers who are trying to make I mean, even compete as a teenager and then especially make the transition to individuals. Uh, that transition's not easy. It can be discouraging at times. Your first first year in the Open, it felt like I just started CrossFit again. Uh, hmm. I was way down on the leaderboard. Um, and so just understanding why you're doing it, make sure you have love for it. Um, and then the second part of your question, uh, like, do I have to prove anything? Uh, I don't feel like I have to prove anything to anyone but myself. So Good, yeah. Awesome. I love that now. Uh, that's really good stuff. I think, um, you know, for me, it's, it's more about like, 
I think that me and Dal uh, learned so much from our careers and like what we did right, what we did wrong. And so for me, it's like, if I can share that with any teenager that's like up and coming or starting this sport, like, Hey, here's the things like being able to guide their process. Um, I actually have the privilege of being able to like do that with my own business with personal training. And my favorite people to work with are young teenage gentlemen, like, like, or, or young teenage, um, females who are just like, like trying to figure out what the balance looks like in the sport. Um, Dallin mentioned balance. And I think for me, um, just as like a mentor and a coach for these younger athletes, it's like, Hey, CrossFit is an end all be all, even if you're Matt Frazier, um, it's not end all be all. And I think a lot of teens can make that their end all be all in the time and, uh, feel like it's something they, that's like they have to do or else. Um, and so I just encourage them like, Hey, go have fun. Enjoy, enjoy this because it's a privilege to get to show up to the gym and work out. It's a privilege to get to grind it out um, after school and um, feel tired after a workout. And there's also so many other things you can do and still be good at CrossFit. Me and Dallin both played football. We both played baseball. Um, you can't, you don't just have to choose CrossFit as a young athlete. Um, so that's my, my word of advice is like, go experiment. You can still be very good at CrossFit and go do other sports, other hobbies, uh, whatever that looks like. And, uh, and I always just hope that they can look to people like me or Dallin and, and know that they're going to get the best answers and that we generally care about them and their success. Cause we want this sport to grow. Me and Dallin want this sport to grow so we can continue to do it. Um, and growing the sport means making the future after us as well. So, uh, yeah, second, second question you said was about, uh, proving yourself. And I feel like, for me, I have – there's no fame that I want out of this sport. It's all to prove something to myself. There's no, like, um, outside uh, c- confirmation that will help me be better. It's just all about, you know, like, if I feel like I'm showing up and I'm giving my best, I'm confirming to myself that I'm, I'm, I'm on the right track. That's good advice. It's truly good advice for all of us. Because it's easy to get down on yourself, especially like during the open right now is like there's the wins and the highs are super big and super highs. And the lows can oftentimes make you question like, why am I, am I even training? Am I even out here on a daily, even for just the regular, the regular folks like me who, you know, I'm lucky if I make it to the gym three times a week with where I'm at in my seasonal life, it's still can really bring you down. So it's really good advice to just like kind of set your own barometer based off of your personal effort and Mm. where that can kind of take you. Well, I think people forget sometimes how lonely this sport can be as an Mm. actor. You know, like Dallin said it, he's competing against himself. So your training is against yourself. I I had a couple of teen athletes reach out to me the other day in a Q and a, and they asked the same question. Like, what should I do? You know, how, how can I get better at CrossFit? Like, what should I be focusing on? And I'm like, here's what you need to focus on. Go to your prom mm. spend time with your friends, play real sports, like get out of the gym. This is a training methodology. It should not be your life right now. You're, yes. you, know, and I, I, sure. you know, I've obviously never competed, but I've got young daughters, you know, and watch them go through high school and play competitive sports. And I remember talking to Dallin when he was training and I think from remember right, playing football, maybe baseball too. And baseball too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and doing other sports and how cool I thought that was, is that he wasn't just doing CrossFit, you know, and I think that's important to build relationships and learn how to be coached by other people and, and to hear the roar of a crowd before you ever have to do it solo on a CrossFit uh, floor, you know, and uh, 
So I love that you guys are doing that and leading by example. I think that's just really terrific advice. And I think there are so many kids out there that are looking up to what you guys are doing, you know, so the more that you get the opportunity to do that, just the more it helps everyone. So thank you for doing that. For sure. Yeah. Dude, our pleasure. Nikki, anything else for the for the man? No, I was going to say, I'm so glad I got <laughs> half of this episode from my podcast studio. Oh, my God. Uh, well, we love having you guys on. We're really, really rooting for you guys this year. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I, I always feel like, you know, we ask these questions about how you feel about, you know, coming up from teens to where you are now. But I don't even view you guys as teens anymore. It's like, you know, I look at the leaderboard and, all right. Are they going to be in the top 10, top five? Like, mm-hmm. you know, who are, who are they beating? And I'm, you know, I'm not looking to see you beating, you know, kids that I saw before. I'm looking to see you beat Saxon and Scott and, you know, totally. people that I know. And, and so I'm loving to see the progress you guys are making year over year over year. It's really mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I think, I think you're muted, Dallin. That sucks. Of course <laughs> it is. Uh, we're not <laughs> little boys anymore. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. No, it's great. It sets a it sets a just fantastic example for everyone, young and old, um, because truly, like mindset and attitude is everything. And you two have some of the best like mindset and attitude and driven nature of of anyone out in the field. So I'm I'm always really excited when you have a chance to share some of your perspective on the show because I know our listeners really like to hear it. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Promise me you guys will play some pranks on uh, my friend Fee while she's down there, though. <laughs> oh, it's easy. I do it every day. All the time. <laughs> do you? Uh, yeah, she's she's easy to prank. She's probably the easiest. Good. Her and Emma. Oh, I love both of them so much. Emma's having a good uh, open as well. Fee, Fee, Fee's always been one of my favorites because she was such a hard coach on me when she was coaching me. Like I, I've had a lot of hard coaches, but she's right at the top of that list of oh, someone yeah, who – she holds yeah, us oh, all yeah. the time to stretch out. She stretches an hour a day. She makes she makes me do more mobility. It's good. I That's remember, good. I, I remember one year. You guys, you guys should give her crap about this. It was a, I think it was nineteen one. The year that we had rowing and wall balls was that nineteen one. Is that right? And uh, Spencer went out to CrossFit Mentality to do it, and she judged him. And he came back mad as a hornet. Because she no repped him like half a dozen times on his wall ball. <laughs> like yeah. straight up holding him accountable for depth. And he was so mad. Like I just I just remember, you know, and then, you know, it's one of those things like he's accountable to what he does. So he wasn't like he wasn't looking for bro reps, but he was like, Man, she just kept no repping me. And I Yeah, and I was just thinking how hard that is as an athlete who's also your friend. And you know, she she's a coach at that gym with this guy's brother. You know, and she's holding the standard. And I love that about her. I just absolutely yeah, love it. He maybe just should have been better. Just saying. Yeah, maybe. Be better. Be, be better. better. Just be better. Be better. Yeah, just be fitter. Yeah, well, <laughs> he figured it out eventually. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining and teaching us the term face energy. That's exciting. Yeah. I got plenty more where that came from. I'm a, little, I'm a little full and tired off meat. So uh, anytime you catch me midday, I'm, I'm pretty energetic. Perfect. We'll try and keep this track. We should low, keep a, we should keep low a energy for everything. James yes, says. we should. You have yes, to start it. You've been saying you're going to start that. You still have it. I think Come I've on. got some, some somewhere. It's a massive undertaking, James. There's so many phrases. I know. I know. It's a big job. Put them all on t-shirts, Nikki. It'll be great. I'm ready.
All right. Well, big fun, Nikki. Thanks for making it home. Spending a little bit of time with us. Appreciate it. Of course. Gentlemen, thanks for joining. For everyone listening, appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us tonight. And we will see you guys soon.